0: Recording. Recordando.
1: Donde esta los drugs? Drogas. (laughs) Hey,
2: Hey, where the drugs go?
1: We will be answering that question, where did the drugs go, on episode 127 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on January 17th, 2021. On the podcast today, we have the man who was Robert Pattinson's body double on the set of Tenet, Ryan
2: Holtz.
0: I thought for sure it was going to be Andrew, and then I heard Tenet, and I was like, damn it, that's going to be me.
2: Man, I wish I was Robert Pattinson's body double.
0: You look a lot more like Robert Pattinson than I do. I think that's fair enough.
2: I've I've been known to stand in an empty room in a tracksuit from time to time.
0: You don't look unlike Robert Pattinson, especially with the scruff you got going on currently. Like <laughs> yeah. that's you're not you're definitely not like completely a dead ringer. But if you looked at me and looked at you, you definitely pull it out off out of the pattern.
2: three people on this podcast, I probably look most oh, like Robert Pattinson. I, yeah. It's not even
0: close. Me and Lucas are white. That's the only <laughs> thing we share in common. Andrew's so got you're some, already like
2: 97 of the way there. We're definitely
0: as close as any other white man. I mean but... how
1: how much do you think you look like him from behind? Because I was thinking you were just there for like the over the shoulder shots that you know they're they're not getting uh, they're not getting them out of his trailer for those.
2: I don't think you. I, I think I could I think I could pull off the back of
0: Robert Pattinson. I don't think that you meant that the way that it came off, but it did kind of sound like I mean like. <laughs> You thick, though? Because <laughs> Robert Pattinson's got a fucking trailer. <laughs> Does he? I don't know. Probably not, right? I don't know if I've ever seen a full-body shot of Robert Pattinson from behind in my entire life. So, Believe me, if you had, you wouldn't forget it. He seems kind of bony. I right. kind of doubt it.
2: <laughs> so. I don't know. That man is a fucking slob. Jesus Christ! I don't yeah, even. Yeah, that, that, that's that's something that he's known for. He like they did a Vogue interview of him. I I just remember this one line because kept popping up on the internet. They said basically like, oh, what's your training routine for like Batman? He's like, well, they gave me a diet and like an exercise regimen, and I'm not doing it because I don't want to. I'm like, okay, well then, what do you eat instead? He's like, I'm inventing a new kind of way to make pasta, where you like put dry pasta in the microwave and you, like, cover it in, like, sugar water and then, like, try to cook it like that. And they're like, does it work? He's like, no, but I'll get there.
1: (laughs) I mean, he's also notorious for not giving a shit in interviews or any kind of press junket after he got burnt out so fast and hard by the Twilight stuff.
0: Yeah. Also, you can be a slob and still be bony AF. True. Like, that happens a lot.
1: That's fair. Also on the podcast today, we have the secret ace of the underground square dancing world, Andrew Clark.
2: That's me.
0: That has to be a reference. It's way too specific. No.
2: Right?
0: It's just. What? Giddy up, <laughs>
2: partner! It's time to dance on these lines. The underground square dancing world. What the fuck? I. Yeah, okay, so you've seen you've seen John Wick. Yeah. Um. You know, how they have, like, a hotel and, like, a secret society of of assassins? Mm -hmm. It's like that, but with, uh, like, 10-gallon
0: hats, Mm -hmm.
2: cowboy boots, and shirts that are tucked in way too
0: tightly. And uh, swinging. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Square dancing is literally just, like, vanilla swinging. (laughs) Like, it's like the Baby Steps version of couples swinging, right? Because you literally switch partners constantly that's the one thing it's i remember like... about square dancing class because we had square dancing class in wisconsin i don't know if you guys did too same yeah In fayad we're like you'd finally get comfortable enough with one person because you're like this is fucking weird like right boys and girls are, don't really interact that much in elementary school and now they're like forced to mm-hmm. kind of awkwardly so you finally get comfortable. Finally, feel like okay, whatever. Like we can deal with this together. And then they're like, hey, swing your partner, swap them around, and you're all of a sudden with some <laughs> random brand new person that you are not comfortable with again. And yeah, it's great. Ah, uh, so you know, me
2: and the misses are a routine on the weekends. Usually, we we go out, we have a drink, we dance around for a little bit, we <laughs> go home, we have sex, and then you know it's rinse repeat. And so then we were dancing at this newfangled square dancing club and I, I swung around and suddenly I was with a new woman. I was like, honey, I've got an idea. <laughs>
1: I remember those PSAs, guys. I remember it being controversial that this was in public school. Square dancing, a notorious gateway to swinging.
0: Yeah, that should probably be like a conservative... Talking point, right? But it won't be because it's it's yeah. rural and <laughs> that charming. This sounds equally. But they probably should be mad about it. This sounds equally as dumb as Pokemon being demonic
1: or whatever. I'm sorry, satanic. So yeah,
0: yeah. I'd buy it. And ironically enough, if they just like abolished like genders and just had your partner could be anyone, mm-hmm. then the conservatives would start backlash. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean, if you could like, just they... dance with anyone of any gender and just swap constantly like that seems like it'd be a lot less awkward for everyone involved but that is when they would start being angry
2: yeah there there were there there were schools that uh wouldn't let the kids read harry potter but then just allowed them to have dance orgies so (laughs) i mean i don't know what the fuck's going on there yeah middle Mm -hmm. school dances were fucking Mm -hmm.
0: good god just just breeding grounds for teenage pregnancies (laughs)
1: I thought they only put them on at like at, because my school it was every weekend practically. I thought mm-hmm. they only did it every weekend to try to prevent that. Let's keep kids out of drugs and sex by having lame dances
2: and like purposely making them as lame as possible, making it a thing that like you are expected to be at this dance and then making them just so fucking lame that no one wants to have
0: sex afterwards. Were your guys just at your school? Yeah. Or were your guys? Yeah. Just- we had off-site dances. Jesus, really? What? Our middle school dances, by and large, took place at this place called the Badger Theater, which then turned into Jesus. a bar after we left middle school. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a big wide open space with a bunch of middle schoolers, music, and like maybe punch. And mm. and not patrolled by, oh. by chaperones that much to the point where there was like... Twelve-year-olds just fucking bumping and grinding and like, Jesus Christ! Down with the nasty!
2: (laughs) No, that 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 seems like a very bad idea. The school where Lucas and I went to, our our dances were one like in the school gym or the school cafeteria type thing, but then also just patrolled like fucking alcatraz yeah just every every single teacher
0: was there i think we had like quarterly dances in the school Mm. Uh, but Mm. then like yeah the ones that happened every weekend were off site maybe and i think there might have been a couple of people from the school there but honestly i don't remember that well if there were they were not much of an impact at those things i think this says more about me than it does the dance but
1: i think i went to one of those for about 45 minutes and remember thinking to myself Man, I could be watching Star Wars the Clone Wars right now. and then left yeah. and did and never went back.
0: I had a big group of friends, like uh, ten people or so, and like half of them would go to the dance, and I was definitely not in that half most of the time. And the other half would just hang out at someone else's house playing video games. yeah. and then the that we just reunite because dances ended you know at what? like nine pm because <laughs> it's middle school. They'd come back over, we'd all then have way more fun playing video games than the people that were at the dance. They'd come back and be like, oh, wow, yeah, made out with this person for, like, two minutes, crazy. And that was, like, the only thing that was worthwhile. And then, yeah, we'd all just, like, dick around playing rock band or watching Iron Man or something. Like, it was way better. And and then last but not least, I am the man who has
1: uh ghost written every one of James Patterson's novels for the past
0: 5 years Lucas the writer. He, you see the law one? You see the one that writes law stuff? Um that's he like he John for? Grisham. Yeah, John Grisham is definitely who I'm thinking of. Yeah. James Patterson. James
1: I think he was a He's, mystery writer, but then
2: like yeah, like random th- like regular guy thriller type stuff and yeah, then also like too. cop cop stuff, airport novels, but then once
1: he just kind of started ghost writing and the name became more of a pen name
0: than it's actual name then it branched into other genres if you look up james patterson the number one people also search for is john grisham so oh. i don't feel as bad <laughs> well no you shouldn't feel bad most <laughs> of these guys are just the exact same writer hey i liked tom clancy and clive cussler back in the day hey. those guys are different are <laughs> they <laughs> they're yes. pretty similar every man hero novel i mean that you buy it in airport tom
2: clancy's tom clancy uh novels were about like government spies and super soldiers i don't know if they're like everyday th- like everyday man thrillers it's my understanding tom
1: clancy
0: definitely a little more
1: uh jingoist than clive cussler
0: yeah no clive cussler was just like there's this guy his name's Dirk Pitt he, <laughs> he, he fucks women and he solves mysteries and uh, usually they have to do with ships <laughs> but not always he really likes that's, can- that's Clive Cussler he really <laughs> I'd be surprised if Dirk Pitt
2: wasn't actually the Dosa Keys man yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he really likes canoeing I- we're gonna make a very forgettable movie out of the best of his adventures
0: Oh, God, no. They made two movies, Oh, first of all. what? Yeah, they made the modern Matthew McConaughey, uh, Steve Zahn movie, which, yeah, was fucking trash. They also made the movie out of his very first, like, popular book, Raise the Titanic, back in the day. And, ooh, boy. <laughs> he, he promised, I will never let them make a movie again out of my books. And then, like, a couple decades later, he caved and was like, whatever, it can't be that bad, right? And then it was that bad, and he's like, all right, this time for real. <laughs> this time for fucking real. Maybe, this is this is never happening again. Maybe life is just learning the same lessons over and over again. I mean, it's hard to blame the man. No. And also, I'm sure the money talked. When did he die? He died recently, right? Yeah, oh. he died in February. Jesus. That's crazy. Shit. Uh, less than I didn't ago. even know he was dead. Yeah. No, I knew that he had died, and I was like, shit, man. And I sent it Ripped to my friend to real from high one. school that used to also. We would read them together in middle school, all the books. Too bad, man. And we got a lot of bad
1: as in cool stuff coming up in News of the Week.
2: Bad as in good.
0: Yeah. Remember that joke from Jimmy Neutron? <laughs> I think it was a bird teacher whatever her name was, she was talking to Nick and saying, like, that's bad! and and she, But she was talking about bad as in bad, and then Nick, the cool kid, was like, like, me? And she's like, no! Your bad as in good! That's bad as in bad! Um, I don't fucking know why that's in my head. I don't remember that
1: teacher's name. I do remember that Carl Weezer and that evil scientist who could never finish anything, they both had a crush on her.
0: Carl Weezer had a crush on Miss Fowl?
1: And Miss Fowl! And also Jimmy's
0: mom. No, Jimmy's mom was definitely the one that I feel like made it. Yeah, Miss Fowl, uh, bad. Is there any clip? Probably not. Ooh,
2: she a baddie. (laughs) She a little
0: baddie. (laughs) Also the cock and ball torture... Clip that has her featured heavily. What
1: you guys haven't seen this meme? No, what (laughs) no?
0: So they got a bunch of people that do like spot on impressions of Carl Weezer, Miss Fowl, and Jimmy Neutron, and they recreate a scene where Carl's passing notes to Jimmy, and then Miss Fowl gets mad at him. Uh, with like Carl saying like that he's really into cock and ball torture or something, and then explaining cock and ball torture. And then Miss Fowl saying, like, Carl, there will be no cock and ball torture in my classroom or whatever.
2: In <laughs> and my I, classroom. Yeah.
0: So now, now
1: we get to the question, will it hurt or help our SEO if I name this episode Jimmy Neutron Cock and Ball Torture?
0: Uh, I don't know. Uh, Carl Do Weiser. Research, it's got Yeah, this video's got, like, 1.2 million views. This is a mainstream meme. Oh. Carl Weezer is racially profiled for cock and ball torture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch this. You want?
1: It's like a minute long. I you definitely should give it a shot. Should we watch it now? Should we do it live?
0: Yeah. Are we doing a live watching on a podcast? I, we've done it before. I'm loading it up. Are you going to play the audio or something at least? <laughs> People are going to be like, what the fuck's happening? I, mean, I can talk over it, I can talk about what's happening. <laughs> So do we have to tell our viewers, start it now or something? Okay, so they're not doing a Jimmy Neutron voice. Oh, they're not doing Jimmy? No. Oh, yeah, they're not. They do do Carl, though.
1: Pretty close.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of hurt.
1: These aren't These aren't really impressions. <laughs> They're just kind of people talking.
2: That was awful.
1: <laughs> that
0: that was that deep fried? I think that was a deep fried meme. The the punchline was a little bit deep, uh, deep fried, yeah. but yeah, you also it said be a I'm lot about to head if The out voices the were
2: closer to actually being impressions.
0: <laughs> hey, Jimmy, those kind of hurt. How do they feel on you? Erotic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie, good video, but yeah.
1: solid meme. Um, Pokemon Snap is coming out on April 30th.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. Lucas, are it's you buying down. it on release day? Uh, I'm going to
1: join the likes of AOC and buy this on release day.
0: Oh, did AOC say that?
1: AOC on H HBomberguy's stream said something like, Yeah, no, wasn't really big into Donkey Kong. Loved Pokemon Snap, though. And that's the moment she became even more endearing to me. But no, yeah, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to just get that dopamine hit.
0: So here's the thing, Lucas. Yes. AOC said she liked Pokemon Snap. Correct. When the original game came out when she was a child. Yeah. In your head, that equates to she will now buy this full release game as an adult in in her 30s. I don't think... Your worldview quite matches up with the real world. I don't think you know what people who like Pokemon are like.
2: But this this it's, was a children's uh, game.
0: Yeah. It's a children's game that she liked as a child. That does not mean she's going to buy this new Pokemon Snap. And I think that's where me and Andrew, like when this first came out, were kind of like, wait, but why though? Like, Guys, most people who likes
1: Pokemon games as children continue to buy Pokemon games. But this this is most not... Most people? I think most it's, people. For,
0: first off... Pokemon yeah, like, was, like, huge. Mm-hmm. Like, almost everyone I knew played Pokemon. I don't know many people that buy Pokemon games now. Is, is Pokemon still a huge
2: thing? Yes, it is. Is it a game that can be played and enjoyed by adults? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a game that is meant for children to be able to play... But not necessarily, you know, only yeah. are the you know the only ones that are able to enjoy it. Pokemon Snap is a game <laughs> made for children.
0: Yeah, that's that it is. It's with that. not,
2: and it, I'm not. I'm not trying to shame you on this. Like it's it's probably also meant to be a game that like anyone can enjoy. You know like that that's a, that's okay. But most people that would like this are probably children. There's a lot of people that are going to buy this that aren't children that are buying it because. They really liked Pokemon Snap when they were seven, and they'll probably still enjoy it because of the nostalgia factor. That doesn't mean that they're buying it because it's a game that was meant for them to be able to enjoy now that they're 30.
1: Guys, all I'm saying is that if AOC was playing Animal Crossing, she is
0: definitely going to pick up Pokemon Snap. Was she playing Animal Crossing? She was playing Animal Crossing. I'm willing to say that Animal Crossing is a bit more mainstream, Mm -hmm. especially like in the adult world. Than Pokemon Snap,
2: <laughs> I I think the opposite. no one no one's trying to shame anyone here. No, we're just saying it's it's probably not going no, to I be don't. as popular amongst adults as you might think because it is a game meant for children. I
1: think. I think it's actually an issue that like at least half of Pokemon's current fan base are adults, and that's why there's always so much tension over each new game coming out because
0: it's too and why everyone's really mad because it's they think it's like a shallow gameplay experience yeah. and it's like that's but it Pokemon. Is. <laughs> yes. it's, that's Pokemon yes that's what the game is that's what it's because always it's for been. children yeah yeah it's not very in depth or interesting because at the end of the day it has to appeal to very young children not necessarily appeal it has to be. Digestible by young children because that's the whole franchise, Mm -hmm. and they're like, Hmm, this game isn't quite as interesting as Legend of Zelda, and it's just like, (laughs) You can, my dude, (laughs) of course it's not.
1: That's the whole thing. You can get into 3D chess strategies in Pokemon if you want, but these games also have to be winnable to a six year old who just spams Earthquake, like,
0: that's exactly how this works. Exactly. And then people get mad. Mm. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You almost don't even get to get mad at Pokemon for being like shallow. Ian Ian was one of them where he was just like it just wasn't good. Like it's just I wanted it to be like so much bigger and better and so much more like yeah, like Zelda like an open world thing and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that it wouldn't be like that. So I don't know. And I don't think Pokemon Snap will be better, but who knows, man. I I will. I feel like Animal Crossing died hard because people quickly realized, wait, holy shit.
1: I mean, also, <laughs> this I- This is a I, children's game. You know what? Maybe I'm being a little bit of a Nintendo shell here, but I also think that that game was very much meant to be played like, oh, yeah, put 20 minutes to an hour into this every day for years, but people just, well, pandemic, nothing else going on. I'm going to do nothing but this, and then quickly- ate up all that content
2: yeah no they they did everything there was to do within a couple of weeks if if that and i think a lot of these games don't really have too much to them which is okay because again these are meant to be you know able to be enjoyed by people of all ages but like ryan said consumable by children pokemon snap is probably going to be like a a nice Relaxing time that you go like wow like this is really this is uh, fun and pretty to look at and relaxing and I like taking pictures and this is great and it's probably not going to be too much more than that, <laughs> which is fine. I'm very
1: okay if New Pokemon Snap is just as good as Bug Snacks. Totally fine with me.
0: <laughs> it feels like it could just be a phone app. It's, I think that's my main gripe with it. It's like, this absolutely could just run on a phone. They should make a Pokemon Snap mobile game! Not even a mobile game! Just port this game to Android and iPhone. I am almost positive <laughs> it could run on them. Like, I'm just looking at the trailer, and I'm like, yeah. There's Can really you imagine? Like, much going on. So, like,
2: the, the thing that I heard a lot of people calling for that seemed kind of like the no-brainer was, like, uh, Pokemon Snap, but in the form of Pokemon Go. Like, augmented reality and that kind of stuff. Right. Where, you know, just like you would find Pokemon in Pokemon Go, you know, you just take pictures of Pokemon hiding amongst the world, except then you just get, like, a fucking Pidgeot sitting on top of a city bus, and that's <laughs> not <laughs> a fun photo to
0: take. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing... There's, there's, like, fucking graphical error in the trailer. What? At least it use real gameplay footage, I guess. Huh? Uh, at 50 seconds, there's a picture of this fox-looking thing laying on a rock, and the shadows are flipping the fuck out. <laughs> fuck. Huh. You see it? <laughs> uh, let me pull it up. 50. It, it's, it's like confirmed. That oh yeah, using, shit. <laughs> they're using real gameplay footage, so I guess that's still cool. But yeah, like that's something I feel like that's pretty rare on just an official oh. trailer that's supposed to showcase the game. Oh uh, yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I've seen that before. I mean, I kind of like it. I'm kind of like, Legit? you know what? No. Yeah. You're this guaranteed it? this is real gameplay now. Because <laughs> you, uh what if it's not? What if this was just they... as good as they could get it for the trailer? <laughs> they tried to get. <laughs> they were trying to make it seem more authentic by putting a little fuck up in there for like one second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Also, you were talking about pidgeots in the city, and it just reminded me of a story that I'm going to forget otherwise. Yesterday, I uh, went to Chipotle because that's just my fucking life now. Yeah. Um, and it, going into the parking garage, there's this little lighting thing that had, like, a recessed area where the lights sat. And they would bounce onto the ceiling and then that would bounce down. Mm-hmm. There was fucking three pigeons in there, I think, killing another pigeon. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. I cannot confirm. But pigeons are cannibalistic. Yep. And... There was like a ton of flapping and it was like rustling like inside there. And they were like trying to like keep it down in the recessed area near the light. And that was just army hammer. It was like really trying to escape. And I was just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Like this is terrifying. And I had to walk directly under it in order to get to the parking garage. And I was just like, I don't want like pigeon blood on me.
1: Pigeons are fucking cutthroat, man. Yeah, I was like, who do
0: I call about this? You can't call the police. <laughs> so I saw something not so chill today. <laughs> <laughs> I am. It wasn't currently dead. Mm. Uh, that's for sure. Um. Uh, yeah.
1: There were a lot of possible segues for this one, but I missed them all. So, uh, Bethesda Machine Games are making an Indiana Jones game.
2: Ooh. Eh. Yeah. Bethesda I mean, we're not gonna be able kinda... to play it. It's. It's gonna be an xbox exclusive i assume
0: probably hasn't bethesda lost a lot of credibility at this point yeah like they kind of i feel like they got to earn it they're to the point where they have to earn it back now i i don't think that it's beyond repair but maybe that's why they're 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 doing indiana
2: jones like a universally loved thing where the
0: baseline is just make a passable game they're 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 doing another property that has definitely has to earn their credibility back you mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like Indiana Jones sure universally beloved for the first movie and like def- probably the third. Yeah. And then the second hey, one. 2 though, out of 4. <laughs> latest one.
1: Whoo. <laughs> King of the Crystal Skull. Not good. Uh second Indiana Jones movie. Kind of really problematic. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the other two movies, just as an era, a byproduct of the era when they were made, uh, also kind of fucked up. Like, I think in the first one it's implied Indiana Jones had sex with a
0: 15-year-old. Like, not great. No, yeah, it... Uh, kind of. Well, they it, had, like, a relationship.
2: No, I I think that, like, that scene... I, 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 I'm mad at myself for having an opinion on this. <laughs> uh, but... Like I, I've seen, you know, they have like Indiana Jones as a professor fucked his students. Like that yep. scene was definitely supposed to be like, oh wait, no, you're you're ta- you're not talking about the student. You're yeah, talking no, about the, the stu- yeah
0: yeah the Marianne or yes. whatever her name was.
2: Oh yeah, no, I I, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that.
0: So I was like, they definitely they didn't necessarily imply that you know they they're just straight up fucking, but they definitely implied that yeah they're like a thing. I,
1: no, that with the student, that was just a moment to convey to the audience, Indiana Jones, hot shit, but no, yeah. he might have had sex with a child as an adult.
2: We don't know how old he was. <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> Let's look up the actors' na- uh, ages when they were in this movie, and we can no. do the
1: math. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so... Bowser's a kaiju, and Mario is a giant Super Saiyan cat.
0: That's fun. That is fun. I'm gonna buy this game. Bowser is a kaiju. That's canon.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so, apparently, somebody start, just to fuck around started an internet rumor the second this trailer went out. Uh, and decided that this form was called God Slayer Bowser. Which... <laughs> I find entertaining. Okay. Uh, this trailer has also led to an influx of giant Bowsette art, which, yeah, oh my God. that's neat. It
0: that's fun for everybody. It over. just doesn't die. No! Also, Harrison Ford is nine years older than the actress that played Marianne, so, look, he was only 24, guy. <sighs> he was our age. <laughs> 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 that's why i think the third one is the best i actually have always kind of held that opinion I, oh I, yeah. really, I really like dr jones oh, He's yeah probably my favorite character in the whole series yeah. so. rip i <sighs> rip sean connery yeah jesus christ wow fuck what a reminder <laughs> of the people that we've lost <laughs> yeah it's easy to forget huh hmm also, that actress looks really familiar from something else that I saw in my childhood. Because I didn't uh, consume Indiana Jones until, like, probably high school. Yeah, that's fair. She's from something else that I know. Yeah,
2: she's from Indiana Jones and in Kingdom of the Crystal <laughs> Skull. I didn't. I don't think I've ever. I
0: I think I saw that, but yeah, I don't remember much of it. I remember Shia LaBeouf. She was in Sandlot. Oh. Who'd she, she play? Was the mom in oh, Sandlot. Oh, oh yeah, huh. I totally remember that now, yep. Though I the Sandlot was on on contrast a very huge part of my childhood. When did Sandlot came out in nineteen ninety three? Isn't that crazy? God weird. Huh? It's before my era, but I was a baseball boy, so Baseball boy. <laughs> I uh
1: partook. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed again. Kind of CD Project Red says they won't crunch for real this time.
0: For realsies. For reals, guys. Guys, no bamboozle. We won't crunch. <laughs> no bamboozle. <laughs> Look, if they if they said no bamboozle, I would actually I'm telling you, man, no bamboozle is fucking sacred. <laughs> if you bamboozle after after the no bamboozle disclaimer, Ooh, you've got hell to pay. <laughs> Belle Delphine no bamboozle and she was not bamboozling. Nope. I we'll get to her though. <laughs> there, she's got more. <laughs> more backing up of her lack of bamboozle. Um then a report came out of
1: vice uh it turns out the Game Explained YouTube channel not a great place to work for um yeah for as kind of respected as the channel is Seems like behind the scenes, very much a content farm, very much uh, a
0: lot of talented people being very underpaid. Whoever wrote this article, the fucking show, The first line, Steve Bowling sat at his desk crying. <laughs> just Yeah, I know this is this is the most depressing fucking first <laughs> paragraph of an article I've read in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve Bowling sat at his desk crying. Just I- immediately evoking the image of just a grown man having a mental breakdown <laughs> because he's playing a video game at gunpoint, basically. Yeah, it's
2: fucking brutal, man. For five
1: hundred dollars, three days without sleep, working constantly, five hundred dollars. Yes, yeah, fam. Mother of Christ. It. Um, this is another one of those headlines where I'm just gonna read it verbatim. Developer delivers expletive-filled but correct rant about Xbox Series X's dumb name. <laughs> from Kotaku. Yeah. Uh, it's garbage. Yeah. And this is from the, yeah. uh, oh, God, his name is escaping me, but he was the uh, fuck the fuck the Oscars guy.
0: Uh, uh, Joseph Ferris? Yes. Maybe, something like that? Mm-hmm. That's a fucking confusing name. What the fuck's going on with Microsoft? They're losing it, man. What the fuck is going on? Like Series S, X, Mechs, Next. I mean, who knows this? Come on, madness. Call the Microsoft box and that's it. I don't know. It's a total fucking mess. Trust me, even them, they're confused in their offices. What is this? X, S. I don't know. What the fuck? Is of course one hundred percent correct and only saying what we've all been thinking. <laughs> Revealed its plan to trick confused consumers into buying older, outdated consoles. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it is—it's so fucked. Yeah. We have at least one listener, my mom, who does not know anything about video games. Listen to this list and tell me that you would know what to buy your kid for Christmas. <laughs> The Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S, Xbox Xbox Series X. All of them exist, like, you could buy them at a Walmart, and only one of them is the one that your kid would actually want. These boxes are lined up next to each other right now. Good fucking luck. Like, my grandparents would buy me Xbox original games when, like, I hadn't played an Xbox game in, like six years. You're going to tell me that they're really going to know yeah. what console they would be supposed to buying? Like, no. Nah. Insane.
1: Um, and then, you know, this is just a little blur, but you're going to slip it into the video game section. Uh, Resident Evil 8 Vampire Lady
0: Big. She big, indeed. Vampire Lady Big? Vampire Lady Big, Ryan. I, I haven't seen... Uh, I assumed Vampire Lady Small. No. It,
2: you would be wrong.
0: Quite yeah. big. Quite large. Resident Evil Village has a big Vampire Lady and fans love her. Haha, ha, no, don't sneer at me. No, haha. Ha. <laughs> I mean, you know. Games have gone too far.
1: <laughs> you know what? If she is the Mr. X or Nemesis of this game where she is just chasing down the player character, and then once she catches them, just fucks you up. That's going to awaken something. That's going to awaken something in a lot of people.
0: Oh my god. Ah, don't crush me underneath your size 16 heels, Resident Evil Vampire Duchess. Ah, that would be so scary. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Oh no, the giant vampire woman from Resident Evil 8 is chasing me. No. Ah, I've tripped and now my skin is showing. Oh god, I hope she doesn't... Bite, bite me! That would be terrible. Uh, She's holding me like a bunch of grapes. Horror! <laughs> Yikes! <man. laughs> we gotta get this fucking vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love
1: it. Good for everyone being horny on Maine. Um That takes us into television. Uh, Crunchyroll put out the nominees for their yearly anime awards.
0: We're, we're running a list. Oh go for it. Hit us with the snubs, Lucas.
1: Uh oh boy. Um I actually don't know if anything really got shafted that came out last year.
2: Ooh, I'm, hot I'm take. sure. I'm sure plenty of people got shafted in all of these anime, Lucas.
0: Alright, well give tell us the ones that the, the pretenders. Who are the pretenders that don't belong?
1: Uh ironically, the anime great pretender. Nah, which shouldn't be up for anything other than art
0: direction. I said it. There. very Pretender, nominated for Anime of the Year. Get the fuck out of it there. Is a, it is a literal pretender, apparently.
1: I didn't watch it, but that's probably going to go to Keep Your Hands Off My Izuken. Uh right. Good series. Good feel good. Didn't have the time, though. Keep
2: Your Hands Off I- Izuken. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's... Once you girls start an anime club, make anime, it is very much people working in that profession being like this profession has problems but we love it because artistic integrity and that kind of thing
0: but you like jujitsu kaisen and dorohidoro right and b-stars honestly i would go with b-stars oh, that's right and b-stars. oh wow you're going b-stars is this kind of want to go B you you know what
1: hot take i know people like it apari doesn't deserve to be there that's just a ripoff of jojo's part seven and it's once that finally comes out, everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, remember
0: that thing that was worse, JoJo's Part 7? Weird. <laughs> I find it weird that Crunchyroll gets to run the anime awards. Right? Isn't that strange? Uh-huh. Shouldn't there be an independent organization running these?
2: Welcome to the Video Game Awards presented by Sony.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the Oscars, brought to you by Disney. Like... <laughs> It's not allowed. You can't do that. I, <laughs> You're going to be biased. Actually, Andrew,
1: now this is quite literally Welcome to the Anime Awards presented by Sony.
0: Nah, that's true. Yeah. Sony owns Crunchyroll. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Ugh. Yeah, no, I don't know. That seems kind of fucked to me. Yeah. There's a 0% chance if you're not carried on Crunchyroll that you will be nominated for anything. And then Crunchyroll Originals are definitely going to get like preferential undue treatment. Undue. Yeah like treatment yeah favoritism
1: although i guess well okay there's some stuff that didn't air on crunchyroll here anymore but now it is yeah okay so there are a couple of netflix things a couple of things that didn't uh run on a sony owned platform so i guess they're trying they're trying to be
0: unbiased but there's always that they're question of token yeah token answers we need a we need an anime academy there's the tv academy and the film academy anime academy it's time i got this yeah, the film academy is like all old white men, people are complaining. The T V Academy is just all TV executives, people are complaining. Anime Academy is just a bunch of neckbeards <laughs> <in> <laughs> Their parents' basements. Everyone's complaining. <laughs> not enough uh, not enough what? Not enough hot springs scenes for me in this one. <laughs> oh my god. It's, as a result, it doesn't get my nomination. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um
1: anything happened in film?
0: Nah, oh, fam. All right, then going Film doesn't exist anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck!
2: Major American. They industry. used to show movies on big screens. Okay, Grandma, let's get you to bed.
1: <laughs> uh, moving into the other category, uh, Beldo Fine dropped rate play picks on Twitter, and chaos kind of ensued. Yeah, fam. Talked a little bit about this in the quarantine cast. Uh, so won't rehash too much of it here. But then she put out a response after we'd recorded that episode, and it's... <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of deflecting. It's kind of like... And yeah, I guess she doesn't really have anything to apologize for, I, I think, at least. But then, especially when she addressed the issue of people saying that she should have at least added trigger warnings to that content, her response was more or less, come on, guys, you know what I'm about. To which I have to say...
2: I don't think you know what you're about yeah. anymore. Yeah. I think also her like apology was two images, one of which being her like nipples out, tossing the like anime peace sign. Yeah, uh, and then the next one being like, "I'm really sorry." I... We're sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I found a really good tweet. Let me uh. <laughs> You throw this one in the old convo. I don't know where I. How do I link the tweet? Fuck, fuck, fuck! Can't just paste? What? No, it won't let me copy link to the tweet. Weird. Oh, here we go. Found it. Ah. I don't know how to use Twitter. On Lucky! Browser. I'm an idiot. Because in her I thing, she explicitly in. says, I don't I'm dress sorry. like a child. That's insane. And then. one of her dressing like a child. Yeah. Just dressing like just an overt, yep. <laughs> like child, <laughs> like very, very obviously, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I, I kind of agree with her that like, what was she dressing like a schoolgirl? Sure, but like to to now throw out any like schoolgirl stuff because it's like inherently pedophilia is definitely you're getting you're getting down a path here that's probably you know. Gonna gonna lead to some weird places. Mm. But yeah, I mean just put a fucking warning on there, fam. I yeah. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. And like if her <laughs> oh. Shannon Sharp <laughs> Yeah Ain't no problem.
2: Ain't it, no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't ain't no problem. No problem.
1: <laughs> and if her only argument is that like, come on guys, I do porn on the internet. You should expect this from me.
2: A lot of people no.
1: don't
0: expect hardcore yeah. content what? from her. That's not like Well yeah. And even if they do like expect hardcore content, there's a difference. Right. I don't know if I've ever seen anything from Belle Delphine that was like, ooh, she needed a warning on that shit. Until this. Right. So, yeah. Like, no, she did. There's there there was, there's been no, like, ooh, warning, scat play. Like, then, <laughs> if there had been something like that, then I'd be a little like, oh, yeah, she's definitely had some shit in the past that people should probably be aware that there's going to be some shit on there. But <laughs> I'm... Like, um... Literally, in this case. Yeah. But, like... No, I, I think that she's been relatively vanilla. Even the hardcore porn video of her was yeah still relatively, yeah, just straightforward having sex on camera. So the only the only
1: thing that video could have been tagged with was trigger warning, existential crisis.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Trigger warning, average Size dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, all right, that is a contender. That is a contender
1: <laughs> for oh the my title. God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: God damn it! Honestly, though, there was plenty of discussion about that. There were there just, were a lot of people triggered. There were people saying, "Oh, tiny dick, tiny dick," and then people getting really mad at those people. No, that's average, dude. That's totally average. And it's like, oh, oh, oh boy, we know
2: where this is going. There's just a man like in the fetal position, rocking in the corner, like, honey, what's wrong? What's wrong? I saw something so fucked up.
0: What, what was it? It was a five-inch penis? Oh my god! His dick was like five and a half, <laughs> maybe six inches. Uh. Just freaking out! I'm calling my therapist. I'm calling. They're on holiday, but I don't care. Emergency! Emergency!
1: <laughs> oh god! All right, Andrew. Uh, take it away.
2: So everyone's favorite, uh, like, uh promoter of domestic terrorism Mm. the nra uh has filed for bankruptcy uh almost assuredly in an attempt to just dissolve the organization and then reorganize it as something almost identical in texas because they're facing just mountains of prosecution in new york Uh, and they're like because corporations and organizations like this are legally people Dissolving the company is like killing yourself. <laughs> and you can't killing. go to jail if you are a corpse. Yeah. So that's that's their strategy right now is that they're going to shoot <laughs> their brains all Ironically over the back enough. wall of their office and then just
0: reanimate themselves in Texas with a mustache. Are they
1: are they <laughs> technically they're gonna, take f-
0: they're, they're gonna take a fully automatic AR fifteen with a sixty round banana clip <laughs> and just fucking Glue the trigger down <laughs> after putting the gun in their mouth. Aren't they? You, you can't prosecute us. We've
2: executed all of our employees. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Christ! Uh, they're like a nonprofit,
1: though, right? I think it might be a yeah. little no.
0: Te- are they technically? Five, but are they five hundred one c three like certified they, they or are they are, just? I, I believe a nonprofit in no, name.
2: They're, no, no, they I don't believe they're a five hundred one c three. I'm not okay. positive about At that. At least no, there's but, that. <laughs> but whatever they're trying to be in Texas. Most of the rumors that I've seen are that they are actually trying to organize themselves as a 501c3 yeah. in Texas, oh. because Texas isn't going to fucking go after them. No fucking way. New, new, like The New York prosecutor has like already said, like we know what they're doing. Everyone knows what they're doing. We're not going to let them go through with it, but who knows?
0: Is oh, okay. the area a charity? Uh, they are, no, but they're not a 501c3. Not yeah, they're not 501c3. Okay. No, but the, I think they're, they're trying they're to trying, be yeah, right, obviously because right. yeah. tax exempt. Woo. Can you imagine a charity that's just about like making guns more accessible and in more dangerous like extents. Guns for kids. I mean, you joke, but that's from uh the Sasha Baron Cohen Yeah. uh mm-hmm. who is America thing. Mm-hmm. Where where they where he gets I think the guy was from the NRA, like a former president of the NRA, and there's just like stuffed animals on the gun, and he's like teaching kids how to point the stuffed animal gun at the bad guys and stuff. But like joke. But literally that's it. Yeah. The
2: NRA, the NRA is like fifty percent that and the other fifty percent is basically just a funnel of political funds mm-hmm. in into, you know, conservative candidates. Like that's almost most of what it is is that you know you donate to the nra so that the nra will then give money to conservative candidates under the you know i say under the guise of you know protecting the second amendment but a lot of what they do is that but i mean uh at the end of the day it is basically just a slush fund for conservative candidates and they're yeah uh you know campaigns mm.
0: it sounds like it would be very difficult for them to achieve 501c3 501c4 which is uh uh what's it called um they they do have some taxes applied blah 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 but 501c4 engages in lobbying and like that's their whole thing yeah is lobbying so i think it'd be really hard for them to get c3 unless they're just cutting the main purpose of their organization is like you said to just be a slush fund for conservative candidates so I, it mm. yeah I love that. Like, we're defending the Second Amendment, and it's just like, bro, it's so flimsily written Yeah. like, anything that you're basing this on. Like, banana clips and silencers are not in the fucking Constitution, front, fam. Like. Neither uh, are guns that shoot more than once. I mean... Background check. Well, no, those no. aren't even in there either. Like, nothing is yep. in there. It's literally just bare arms. It's not even guns. It's weapons.
1: Oh, so you guys have programs and stuff that helps arm actually marginalized people likely to suffer violence, like uh, minority ethnicities or
0: sex workers? Well, no. The exact opposite. No, no, no. One no. time there, we there signed off on is, a bill with it's, gun we control. We need to was get, get people enemies. guns
2: so that when the black people also get guns, they can shoot those people.
0: Yeah. The only time that the NRA signed off on any sort of legislation for gun control was when it was. The black against the Black Panther organization when they started to arm themselves and be like, all right, <laughs> cool. Is this written in the Constitution? Hey, that's pretty cool.
1: You're putting it out Let's there. Let's get a
0: bunch of assault rifles, as is our constitutional right, apparently, <laughs> according to you. Um, who was our boy that
2: got got? Yeah, I Navalny, know dude. They, they fucking got him. He went back to Russia today and was arrested on arrival oh oh i did see that he returned to moscow but i didn't
0: know he's been arrested yeah, and, like a million times i yeah. mean
2: i know but like they said you know they you know made up some fake charges like oh uh no we didn't try to kill him but also he belongs in jail because of this fraud that we made up and he yeah. said well that's not real hey everyone i'm going back to moscow and they said we're gonna arrest you and he's like try me bitch and then they <laughs> did as soon as his plane
0: landed yeah he I mean, didn't he is even get so notorious at this point. Yeah. It, it, I think it'd be hard. That, that's the benefit. At, the, at this point, like, they, they've, they've killed a lot of opposition leaders in the past. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. But he is, like, the famous opposition leader. And everyone would know what happened if something happened to him. Oh like, well, no. But, like, so... But everyone
2: also already knew what happened when they tried to poison him in the past. I mean, did they think that they were going to get away with it? In in the way that, like, everyone would know, but no one would be able to do anything about it. But I think if, this poisoning... I, I agree. So that's, him. Yeah. that's why they said we're going to arrest him, because now, even if they don't kill him, he's just in jail, and they can make up whatever charges against him that they want. And there's going to be a ton of public outcry. Absolutely. The Russian government does not give a shit.
0: They don't give a shit about public outcry but like at the end of the day it's I hope I think he'll be okay.
2: Mm-hmm. No no I <laughs> won't be I don't murdered. think
0: I don't think he'll die. I don't
2: think they'll kill him but he is at least currently on his way to prison. Right. Yeah. And Not we'll great. see what
0: happens. No. Yeah. A, a Joe Biden administration could apply pressure. Who knows.
2: And then and then the Russian government would say like you have no power here like I mean that's that's Sanctions. the thing.
0: If day one Joe Biden reapplies the sanctions that Donald Trump repealed because he's buddies with Putin, mm. that and absolutely then, but then impacts them. Russia would then
2: just, uh, you know, counter. Not I forget exactly what the term is called, but like, yeah, apply their base, own sanctions. But no, we no, don't no, get, not that. Just go to like the uh, it's it used to be called the GAT. It's like the International Trade Institute, something like yeah. that, and say the United States is wrongfully applying sanctions to us. And they're doing so even though they engage in all this shit. Look at their police cracking down on
0: you know their opposition uh, constituents and that sort yeah. of stuff. And I, then and Russia's free to apply their own sanctions against us. And at the end of the day, they need us a lot more than we need them. So uh, that's that's the whole thing. Whereas like China, for example, yeah. we need China a lot more than China needs us. So yeah, the sanctions end up falling flat most of the time. But for Russia, they're they're not super rich in natural resources and at the end of the day are a fucking wasteland
1: not to mention that writing on the wall putin kind of seems
0: like he's on the way out and he's less popular than he's ever been in his entire life
1: and the fucking swing between russian leaders in terms of policy is who knows what's next who knows what the next 15 years of that country looks like
2: you guys understand
0: that Putin is not winning these elections, right? No.
2: Like, these are not. Yes. These are not. Popularity is the
0: only reason he's been able to maintain the fact that he's winning. He is, he is, like, still probably more popular than not in the country. But, like, you could poll Russians 10 years ago, and it would be like 60 to 65% of Russians would approve of Vladimir Putin. Like yeah, he's he probably would like is is totally cheating the election system and everything like that. But he was popular in Russia, and if he's not popular anymore, he's not going to be able to continue cheating. Just look at the Belarusian mm-hmm. leader who openly rigged his election because he wasn't popular. He wasn't able to get away with it in the same way. Um, so we'll see. I, I I thought I saw the thing that Putin was maybe having some health trouble,
1: and that was maybe why he was spinning things down. But I I don't know. That could have just ended up being gossip.
0: I mean Putin Putin is more of a concept than a person at this point. Right. All all it would be is just a Putin part two if he were to die, he'd become a he'd become a martyr, and then yeah. the new ex KGB aide that had worked under Putin for twenty years would just step in. So
1: Hey Matt, listen, uh, we know that crank call you got where you admitted to being a spy really set you back. We think you would do great in this new position though, as uh President of Russia. Get in there. A
0: yeah. sole sovereign, basically, of Russia worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Hey, but but before you do that, you know,
2: there is one thing standing in your way. Putin's not dead yet. <laughs> do with that what you will. Do with that what you will, man. Hey, hey, I, I'm hey, not, hey, I'm not telling you to do anything.
0: I'm not saying we kill Putin. I the, am saying it would be more convenient... If Putin wasn't alive anymore. Okay. It's the whitest kids you know thing. There's a
2: couple of things that you can't actually say <laughs> on, on TV, such as, I want you to kill Vladimir Putin. Can't say that. You can't or, say that. That's just an that example. There is a clean line of sight into his hospital bed from the 30th uh, story window <laughs> of the building across the street. Not going to, not going to tell you that. That'd be crazy. Cannot say that. Absolutely Or, not. or even that I've hidden a high powered rifle in that room
0: I, or I that, would never ever tell you that Or that the best way to confirm the kill Would be a guided missile from a rocket launcher <laughs> Can't say this This is all illegal We could all get in trouble for this He uses
1: And I know it's probably not going to work like this much, But he uses his one phone call Just to fuck with that assassin one more time Nah <laughs> <call> <laughs> him back.
0: Hey baby you up <laughs> I miss our little talks but yeah, if you Google Navalny, just for an example, like, literally news, CNN, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, The Hill, Washington Post, BBC News, NPR, Fox News, Politico, like, it's it's big now. Yeah. And I, and I, I think if he had not been poisoned and they'd failed in that recent attempt, and then all the hullabaloo that came afterwards, he would not be... It wouldn't be this big. It wouldn't be universal coverage. It would just be maybe a couple of thought pieces in various publications. So we'll see.
1: And we will see what we have going on individually in The breakouts. Um so Andrew, I think One Division is getting bumped into the group chat. Uh what else are you checking out?
2: Um I mean nothing nothing else new, still playing Cyberpunk. Um oh I did download um what is this? What? Oh sorry. My uh my computer started playing an ad. Oh and <laughs> I thought I thought I was coming through the uh group chat. Um uh, I downloaded Shadow of War, Middle-Earth Shadow, Shadow of War, because I had it free on PlayStation Plus from a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, I always kind of thought it'd be interesting, thought I'd play it for a couple hours, see if I get into it. So far, not too bad. It's interesting. I mean, Lord of the Rings shit is always fun, so.
1: Fair. I how far are you into it? Is it clicking at all so far? You got any takes? I've, I've played
2: about i played about two hours, so I haven't gotten to the point yet where I can start like recruiting people, mm-hmm. you know, orcs and shit. But the nemesis system has kicked in a couple of times already, and it's always <laughs> kind of crazy. Fair. Like this dude that I killed, I was fighting, so I, I killed uh, one captain. You know, this orc dude, you know, whatever. And then uh, I was fighting another one like an hour later, and the dude that I killed showed up with like a bunch of metal shit strapped to his face. He's like, You did this to me. Fuck you. And then then I got my ass whooped because I was fighting two of them at once. So, yeah. It's a good time.
1: Ryan, what do you got cooking?
0: I'm not doing much, fam. Fair though last week was a living hell for me that I feel like I'm starting to emerge from, so... Yay! Did not partake in much media. Played a fuck ton of Madden. There was a day there where I think me and Andrew were both playing for a while, and yeah, we just I, kept I going. played for, like, three straight hours, because... It was a blast. Yeah! Ryan's like, like, hey, play your
2: game so I can advance. I'm like, cool, and I did, and then I advanced, and then he was playing his, so then I played mine, and we advanced, <laughs> and then... He was then playing his, so then I played mine, and we advanced. I played, like, three games...
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, having, a, having a blast with it, developing my players. Um, downloaded 8-Ball Pool. I don't know if you guys remember that shit from high school. Fuck, yeah. It's a great mobile game for when you're not able to do much else. Like, uh, I'm pretty good at it. I don't know. I'm right. just saying. So, uh, I haven't been watching much, haven't been playing much. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh
1: I'm still pulling away at Demon Souls. Uh follow me on Twitter at LucasDerider for updates on how that is going. Uh I've got through a lot of the game since I last talked about it. Um I don't know if I mentioned it uh last time, but I beat the flame lurker boss, who really easy if you have fire resistant stuff. Uh beat the Dragon God boss, which that was the boss that's, like, featured in the opening cinematic and in a lot of promotional material for the game. Turns out it's just a gimmick fight. Like, ironically, not actually all that challenging. That's pretty cool. Uh, Beat the Fool's Idol, which I had mentioned this off, uh, off, off recording, but yeah, thought... It was weird that it dropped like the doll soul and turns out in the original game actually has like this whole marionette thing going when in the remake they just made her look like somebody that a lot of people would simp for. And you know what? Fair. Um, haven't mentioned this to you guys yet, but I beat the adjudicator boss, uh, which is just a 10 foot tall, very obese man with a bird for a head and a giant prehensile tongue. Which that's redundant, right? Tongues are by definition prehensile.
0: You can like go ways with so. it though. Like Doesn't prehensile mean it can like grab things? Yeah, but you can grab stuff with your tongue. No, no you, you can't. can't. Kinda, right? You literally can't. <laughs> no. What can you grab with your tongue, Lucas? Tell me right now. Food? No, you can't grab it. You with don't your reach tongue. your tongue out of your mouth, wrap it around food, and pull it in.
2: I mean, I can. Also,
0: you you don't grip things with your tongue. The most you can do with your
2: tongue is like stick it in a bowl of like candy or popcorn. <laughs> yeah. and, like sometimes things will stick to it because your tongue is wet and sticky. It. Yeah. It's it not st- not prehensile.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> not yeah. So kill that fucker. Uh, And then the latest boss I beat was the Leechmonger, uh, which I hated that level. Thank God it was so short because I was just poisoned and plagued the entire time. Uh, But then the boss fight itself, pretty easy, pretty boring fight in terms of both monster design and just engaging in that comp. It's just a big pile of leeches. Just like leeches vaguely in the shape of a guy and it threw leeches at me and I killed it with fire and it was easy. I, I'm also starting to see, I'm, now that I'm like really getting into this game and digging into the discourse online, I'm starting to see the argument that like me playing with a magic build, which is pretty overpowered, isn't like really playing the game. And if I want the true, like, batshit difficult Demon Souls experience, I need to play without magic. To which my response is, yeah, things are harder if you make them harder for yourself. Why would I play this game with a worse build than what I have now? I don't get it. I don't get it at all. you <laughs> not that the truth? But I do get WandaVision, and we're going to talk about that in the group chat. So, uh, did
2: you start watching it, Lucas? I did. Oh okay. I, Did you watch both episodes that released? I've seen both episodes. Hmm. What uh, What do you think about it, Andrew? It's. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, it's. It's weird. I. Yeah. I didn't really. I didn't really want to watch it beforehand, um, but Jade, who, has literally only seen. The only Marvel stuff that she's seen from the MCU was the original Iron Man mm-hmm. and Black Panther. No. Those are the only two things from the MCU that she's seen. Uh, but she saw trailers for this and she like really wanted to watch it. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll watch it with you. And I you know I kind of like it. It's just like a different thing. Uh, seems like every episode is going to be like, like moving forward in time with like the kind of sitcom that it's emulating. Mm-hmm. Like, the first episode being, like, that I love Lucy type thing. Uh, The second episode being Bewitched. I didn't really pick up on any of that until Jade explained it to me afterwards. Like, no, yeah, you could tell, like, the furniture was changing. The Mm -hmm. hairstyles and the clothes that they were wearing was changing. She wore Um, pants in the second episode. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I kind of like it. And, like, the, the weird mystery element that's going on in the background seems interesting. I kind of know what's going on because I googled like the House of M beforehand, so I kind of get what's going on, but um, yeah, Um, it's interesting. I definitely think it's weirdly advantageous that
1: this is the first Marvel thing to come out in a year because of the quarantine stuff, which wasn't their plan initially, and that it's really working in the show's favor that... It's this weird thing, and that's that serving as people's reintroduction back into Marvel. That's certainly doing it favors. Um, but then, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and both Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are clearly having a blast. A good time. Yeah. yeah. Paul Bettany in particular is really liking that he can just express a full range of emotions as an actor again. Yeah. Um god when he was
2: pretending to be drunk that was that was a lot of fun yeah because he ate gum and literally it stuck to his gears because he's a robot
1: sure i buy that i buy that comic book logic um uh and then yeah i think it is pretty clear what is going on here as like the the larger arcing narrative of it uh, and yeah, you know, yeah, that stuff is sufficiently creepy, but it's also creepy in the way that's like somebody read a creepy pasta and just kind of went with that.
2: you know? Yeah, I mean I, I think they do it like enough and in like subtle enough ways until like something like actually super creepy happens. like I, I think they're doing a decent job with that. I where it's not just like a funny episode and not the very you know the last three minutes of it it's like what the fuck you like like there, yeah. there's not there's not too much of that which i appreciate no
1: but it's just like it, it i don't know at the end of episode two when a guy in a beekeeper outfit with bees swarming around have crawled out of a sewer it's like okay yeah that's scary but that's also scary in like Okay, yeah, I could have predicted going into this that somebody in, like, a weird
2: mask was going to show up at some point and just be in the background. Yeah. Um, I think you're right, though. I I appreciate that this is, like, a different kind of weird, funny thing. Right, even... Uh, Lighthearted in some ways and just, like, kind of interesting and mysterious in others because in the same way that like i just got fucking exhausted even looking at this like the amount of star wars shit mm-hmm. that disney was coming out with i felt the same way about the marvel stuff i mean like i was already kind of burnt out with the marvel stuff before the pandemic where like there were so many projects coming out I'm like guys i just yeah i can't i don't have enough energy to care about this and like corn quarant- like quarantine has definitely not helped with that mm-hmm. but like I really, really liked The Mandalorian as a show. And then they announced 30 more things that they're making. I'm like, God, I, do, I don't want to fucking deal with this. I, so I did not I did not want to watch WandaVision. And I right. kind of got sucked into it because my girlfriend was going to watch it. I'm like, okay. And yeah, I like it. Paul Bettany's Vision plays Old
1: MacDonald on a ukulele in this show. Like, that is, that is just something I never would have expected from this universe. And... It, I love it like it yeah i love that this can be weird yeah even if it's still relatively tame weird um Packers won
0: yeah dun, 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 yeah pretty decisively are we comfortable saying i mean, yeah, it, definitely we, their best player was clearly limited and it wasn't wasn't too much of a kerfluffle I, there was a moment where it was lowered to one possession and they had the ball, and it was a little like, oh, they and could tie. They didn't do anything with it, and then that's right. pretty much it. it was,
1: I, Packers' defense was pretty on point, and I mean, I remember the narrative going into the game was very much like, well, I mean, if the Packers can break 20 points in this game, they're probably going to win, and we did so, and then some, so, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And it could have easily been in the 40s but fucking Alan Lazard dropped a wide open touchdown mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers missed DeVonte for a wide open touchdown Aaron Rodgers missed MVS for a wide open touchdown yeah. MVS dropped a pass for a touchdown <sighs> like you know it, it could have been like an absolute
2: like steamroll of a game and i mean like you know 32 points that is you know that is a, an offense that's really really going for it but yeah we could have we could have dropped fucking 50 points on them if not Man. for our own mistakes,
0: we shot ourselves and fucking special teams. If we lose, it's gonna be because of special teams. So Pressing, <laughs> yeah, fucking that botch snap and the J.K. Scott like laying Mason Crosby out to dry and yeah, Mason Crosby he, getting injured.
2: You should have just fucking Gross. gone down on it. And he's like, "Ah, uh, I don't
0: want the ball here. Tackle that guy." Yeah, J.K. Scott, you're less valuable than Mason Crosby. go down. I don't give a fuck. Um, But yeah, no, we, we practice that in high school because it happens in high school a lot more often than the pros because you don't have professional long snappers who their whole job is to put the ball right on one spot between their legs. We, it would just be whoever is the best on the team at snapping the ball is the long snapper. Um, So it happened a decent amount where it would be a bad snap and it would, they call it a fire drill where the holder would just start screaming fire at the top of their lungs. And when the two people on the outside of the line who are eligible receivers heard fire, their job was just to immediately run to the end zone and, like, look and hope that, like, the guy can throw it to them and that no one's covering them or something. Like, just a last-second desperation. So that's clearly what he was trying to do, but it was just too much of a mess at that point. And, yeah, he should have just fucking went down. It was terrible.
1: Um... And then, playing right now, Browns versus Chiefs. Chiefs up by six. So later today, Buccaneers versus Saints. You guys have any takes about these games coming up?
0: The Chiefs should probably win relatively handily, same way that yeah. we were against the Rams. And then, yeah. Buccaneers and Saints I'm excited for. I think that might be a good game.
1: I desperately want the Buccaneers to lose.
0: You don't like Tom Brady?
1: I don't like Tom Brady. And if he... Not even if he wins. If he just makes it to the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers, then it's going to be another 10 decades of everybody being, oh, Tom Brady, hot shit. Yeah.
0: I don't need it. No, I, I, I don't want Tom Brady either. No. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just I have confidence in the Packers, and I'll be very disappointed mm-hmm. if they don't just beat whoever comes out because I think we're a better team than the Saints and the Bucks. Um... So, I'm sorry, uh, my ignorance. Do we play the
1: Bills now, or uh, which which matchup do so, we? Saints or the Bucks.
2: So okay. The Bills the, are the, in the AFC. Yeah, the the Bucks and the Saints are NFC teams. Uh, the playoffs are relegated to you know their own conference right until the Super Bowl. So right, right now, uh, you know the Browns are playing the Chiefs. Those are both AFC teams. Got it. Whoever wins that game. Will then play the Bills in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. and whoever wins that game will then go to the Super Bowl, and whoever wins uh, the NFC Championship next week,
0: right? Yeah. Which is hopefully so the we we play at two thirty I think Sunday. Oh, versus the winner of the um, Buccaneers and Saints, and I think the weather is going to be a lot more in our it's, favor. Yeah, it was a it was a balmy like thirty six degrees. <laughs> yeah. Green Bay weather forecast. Let's check it out. Click as long coffee. as it's
2: not super windy, because... Windy! Oh, we saw what happened in Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, like, I think both of the Saints and the Bucks, like, you know, work off, like, short passing games, dump offs and screens, that kind of stuff. Whereas Aaron Rodgers throws the ball way down the fucking field a he lot. Can do whatever Is he it? wants, though.
0: I'm sure. Our offense absolutely functions in those short passes. No, no, uh, it it does. It's just motioning Tunyon over uh, so then you can just hit him on a four yard uh, out route that then picks up eight yards. Like, that's our bread and butter play, arguably, right now. Um, It looks like, yeah, it'll be around 25 degrees at game time. 50% chance of precipitation, which would be snow in this case. Yeah. Uh, Nine mile an hour wind on Sunday. All
1: right.
0: Huh? Definitely colder. And two two teams from the south that we're playing. One that plays in a dome and one that plays in Florida. So that could be nice. And this is the first time Aaron Rodgers has had an NFC championship game at Lambeau. Oh. He's been in four now. Wow. Huh. And this is the first time that we've actually had home field advantage during it. Because we've
2: always either been the two seed or, you know, like a wild card or whatever. Or... Knocked out for some reason before uh, <laughs> making it to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> for
0: some no. reason, fuck the Giants. <laughs> I'll never forget that 2011 year. I was at that game. Oh, I was I was at the game, the 2011 divisional round when we had went 15 and one and were just far and away the best team in the entire league, and then the Giants just said, "Law, what if we kick the shit out of you?" It was uh, it was very depressing. And then when we were all together in 2014 for the game that we do not mention. No. (laughs) I guess it was 2015 is when the game took place, but the 2014 season.
2: That game is so ingrained in my mind that I feel like, even though we were in college, we watched it together in college, I feel like that's a game I witnessed as a child and like fucked (laughs) me up for a while. I feel like that's a
0: cornerstone sports memory. Like, I mean, it was a bunch of Packer fans and I... maybe a couple of Bear fans or something all hanging out in this giant room, having a good time, partying. Right around the third quarter, it seemed like, holy shit, they're going to do it. And then just the most unbelievable collapse. <laughs> one, of, one of the most unbelievable collapses in sports history.
1: Mm. <sighs> on that somber note, it's about time we do a clap-sync and head on to the wind-down. Beautiful. Thank you all so much for watching the 127th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Probably gonna have a heated debate once mics are off about what we actually titled this one, but they're all great, so you're gonna win regardless. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc., leave a rating, leave a review. Uh, send us your questions and business opportunities to voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Instagram. Definitely check us out there. We got a website in the works that we are very happy to show you. Uh, things are a little weird with our Twitter account right now. Um, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> Might have a new one of those soon. Uh, hopefully it won't come to that. But who knows? Twitter Twitter customer support sucks. Um if you are financially able, please donate to the act. link in the description down below. Once again, I am LucasDrider at LucasDrider on Twitter. All my Demon Souls progress and writing is going to be posted on there at some point. Definitely check that out. And also check out the video I made about my ethical conundrum over buying the Scott Pilgrim game from the terrible company that is Ubisoft. Uh, haven't bought it yet kind of proud of myself for that and you know what week out after release probably means i am not going to give them my money i held strong even though it doesn't fucking ma- just watch the video it explores all of that what we, what do we got guys how are, how are we closing this one out how are we sending people off into their weeks
0: uh to fucking <laughs> make sure nothing happens wednesday mm. oh yeah, yeah. Job, everyone the next time we have uh, this podcast, there will be a new president of the United States.
2: I... Huh. We... Also, Monday's MLK Day, so try to respect and honor that legacy by still, you know, not ignoring the fucked up shit that is going on in the country.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah,
1: uh, quarantine cast. Uh, likely gonna have one of those on Monday. We will figure out when on inauguration day we are going to uh, record that. Uh, when is the actual ceremony? It's
2: usually like Even, early afternoon. You
0: know, yeah. Ooh, we could do that live. That probably be more. That sounds so entertaining. <laughs> it, it's either going to be horrendous and the worst thing that's ever happened. Or just so fucking boring and like not exciting at all. There is no, there's no win in that situation. (laughs) I
1: we're 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 starting to run a little long. But do you think the Senate successfully impeaches Trump on Tuesday? Because they have like 24. No, okay.
0: Senate uh, Republican senators are not going to vote. I can almost guarantee they would have come out by now. I.
1: Not as important as packing a Supreme Court justice seat in, apparently. Okay. Well, thank you all again for listening. Uh, Good luck out there. Good luck with your week. Hope you are able to enjoy the long weekend, and yeah, you'll hear more from us tomorrow. Goodbye.